1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kilo My name is Bodie, and I am your host. And I'm talking a little quiet because it is 4:15 in the morning. I had to wake up early because it was the only time I could actually record this and get it out. I'm happy to report that I was able to get all of my SOP note cards done, which is why I took such a break. Uh, SOPs are standing operating procedures. I'm taking a captain's test and there's just a lot of studying that happens when you have to take a promotional test in the fire service. So that is why there was such a long delay in between. Got them done last night. Really happy about that. Now I have to finish the note cards for all of the other study materials. And uh, the test is on September 23rd. So, you know, we're, we're cruising through this, but I appreciate everybody's patience. Uh, The SOP part was the, the big the biggest chunk that needed to get done and then September 23rd is a written test and then we'll see where it goes from there uh, but this whole thing will be done sometime in October so I appreciate everybody's patience it's really the support emails I've received are really kind so thank you and then chip is our patreon supporter of the week chip is the giver of awesome nasa prizes that I've given away on the show it, it's not me it's all chip so if you receive received something awesome and it came from NASA, it, it came from Chip and he's a really nice guy. So I'd like to thank him for being a Patreon supporter and then also thank him for being awesome. So Chip, thank you very much. Now back to the recording today. There's going to be very little editing on the report recording today and the reason why is my kids start school. So as soon as I'm done with this podcast, I have to get uh, things prepared for them so they can start school at home because of, you know... Covid, so it is not not a whole lot that needs to get done. But I just want to make sure that the first day of school goes smoothly because it's a little bit more unusual than what one would think of an normal first day of school. All right, let's see here. If you would like to join Chip as a Patreon supporter, go to patreon.com forward slash Kilowatt or support Kilowatt dot com, and you can do that there. The Patreon-exclusive content this week is, you know, a fair amount of news. It's probably 60-40. 60% of the total news stories went into the main feed, and 40% went into the kilowatt uh, Patreon feed, because I just wanted to give a little bit more back to the folks who are financially supporting the show. And with that, let's jump into our first story. Lucid Motors gave the Lucid Air to FEV, North America, to kind of independently test and I don't know if certifies the right word the range of the vehicle and it looks like the range will be 517 miles of estimated because it's not certified EPA range this to me seems too good to be true I mean it's obviously possible for it to reach 517 miles in range just how much does that cost I can't imagine I can't imagine it's cheap Uh, Lucid is also working on an SUV prototype. And honestly, this shouldn't come to a surprise to anyone because SUVs are very popular. And of course, they should be working on a prototype. And I would say there's a better than average chance that we're going to see a sneak peek of that SUV at Lucid's September event, which is literally right around the corner. So it's Going to be an exciting September, honestly. Rivian has said that Tesla's lawsuit against them—we talked about this last episode—is fud, fear, uncertainty, and doubt. As a reminder, Rivian is suing Tesla. Excuse me, Tesla is suing Rivian. Ew, for poaching employees and those employees stealing intellectual property. This is what Rivian had to say: Tesla did not file this case to defend or protect any legitimate intellectual property rights. Tesla sued in an improper and malicious malicious attempt to slow down Rivian's momentum and attempt to damage Rivian's brand and it sued in an abusive attempt to scare employees thinking about leaving Tesla while Tesla itself recruits employees from other automotive and technology companies it cries a foul it cries foul to Rivian which competes fairly for this same automotive and technology talent this is actually I'm not going to speak directly to Tesla, but this is you know something that's been going on in the Bay Area and in other industries all around the world, actually, quite often. There was a famous like no poaching agreement between like Google, Apple, and I can't remember the other company, maybe it was Microsoft, I can't remember. So this kind of thing is not exactly unheard of, I should say. Playing dirty pool. And I don't know if Tesla is playing dirty pool. I'm just saying it's not unheard of for companies to do this to each other. Uh, The Rivian statement goes on to say, as it is evident from the many defects on the face of its complaint, the lawsuit is driven by these improper aims and Tesla's desire to use the judicial system as a prop to deflect attention from Tesla's own challenges to foment fear. Uncertainty and doubt about Rivion, and to provide the pretext to disparage Rivion and its own former employees in the press. So here's, <laughs> I found this section to be very funny, and I'm sorry I had a difficult time reading it because it was, at one, it's four o'clock in the morning, and my eyes aren't open yet, but two, like, I wonder if this is directly uh, pointed at Tesla's defects in their own vehicles, like the Model Y, the Model Three. All of these vehicles had some small issues with, like, bod- you know, panel gaps and things like that. And it's just—it's just a funny way for them to phrase it. <laughs> Whatever you think of Rivian, I just thought it was very, very clever phrasing. Um, yeah. Whoever wrote that is very funny. On the good news side of Rivian, Rivian is preparing for production at its normal Illinois plant. Rivian hopes to deliver their first uh, vehicles in the summer of 2021, which we've talked about, but they're, I guess, putting the final touches, would be a good way to say it, on the factory. You know, I don't know if this is sad per se, but the EV startup world is doing so much better than the legacy automakers right now. In just as a broad term, um, you, know, you got Lucid, you got Rivian, you got Lordstown. I'm sure there's somebody else that I'm thinking. I mean, you have X-Peng in China, you have Neo, also in China. It's just a very exciting time for EVs right now, and I'm very like I feel very blessed to be able to cover this stuff and talk about it with you. Anyway, talking about another company, Nikola Motors has signed a twenty five hundred all-electric garbage truck deal. They signed a deal for 2,500 all-electric garbage trucks with Republic Services, which is a company that I don't know where they are in the world, but they're definitely here in Arizona. Nicholas should be testing the vehicle sometime in 2022, and production will begin in 2023, but this is actually signed contracts. I know Nicholas taking a lot of heat because they don't have a factory. Well, you know what? You uh, Tesla at one point in time built their first roadster in like a warehouse. They didn't have a factory either. So let, let's cut them some slack a little bit. I don't know why there's so much hatred towards other UV makers from the Tesla community. And I've talked about this at nauseum. So I won't talk about it again. I will say though, I hope that Nikola's is not doing too much because I want them to succeed. But they seem, you know, they got the Badger. They've got the Tesla, the Nikola 2, which is a semi. The Nikola 1, which I don't think they're actually producing. The Tray. And now you know this garbage truck. They've got a watercraft and a side by side. There's just a lot of things that they want to produce, and that's exciting and fun. And they also have some government contracts. That's exciting and fun. But on the other side, you know, hey uh, guys, let's let's focus a little bit. I, I want to see you succeed as a company. So we'll see. I'm sure they're, they're they have a product map and they are following their product map, but. Goodness gracious, I just don't want them to get involved in too much and fail. Tesla is launching its own car wrapping service in China. This is so exciting. Tesla will be wrapping cars at five different service centers to begin with. And the picture they show is of a yellow Model X and it looks fantastic. I mean, it looks really good. So if the price is right and given the opportunity, this is something I could see myself doing. It kind of gives you a chance to make your car stand out a little bit. So let's move on to battery day. Battery day is coming, and we are getting lots of pre-battery day stories. So lots of these stories that if it has anything, anything to do with batteries, that people are like, hey, look, this is a battery day story. Are we going to hear about this breakthrough on battery day? And honestly, probably not but let's talk about some pre battery day stories that tesla has here tesla's canadian battery research partner they released a paper this is the jeff don group in delusi am i saying that right james help me out Duluth. anyway it's a university in in canada that i can't pronounce obviously and they released a paper and they showed how they're going to get to the next generation uh, battery cell with this breakthrough energy density. I'm not going to go through the whole thing or any of it for that matter, because honestly, at this point, it's, you know, hey, we think we can do this. We've tested some things and we've seen some positive results, but it's nowhere near like production scale right now. So it's news. It's kind of news. It's also kind of a, it's also a rumor, not kind of a rumor, that the battery itself might be solid state instead of the current lithium uh, cells that we have now. Uh, Solid state batteries uh, have kind of been the holy grail for batteries. We've seen lots of people announce that they're working on solid state batteries, but to this point, we really haven't seen anybody put them into production. I'm sure it's coming. It just hasn't happened yet. And if I didn't make it clear at the top of this segment, this is kind of a battery day segment. I'll let you know what's it's over. I don't think I made it clear. Anyway, Elon tweeted out a picture of Herb Tarlick from the show WKRP in Cincinnati, which was one of my favorites because I'm, you know, old, but I was I was three when it came out, but I definitely remember watching it. It went from like 1978 to 1983, which is a pretty long time for a show in the 70s and 80s. It spanned two decades. Anyway, Herb Tarlick was kind of a smarmy radio marketing guy, maybe an ad guy. And, you know, he wasn't the bad guy. He was just kind of the sleazy guy in in the station. And he always wore these plaid suits. So you can go and look up Herb Tarlick and see what a plaid looks like. But anyway, Elon tweeted out a a picture of Herb and he said, one day soon I will be wearing this. And obviously this is a, a little nod to the Plaid Model S And will we be seeing a Model S Plaid at Battery Day? And the answer to that is maybe. If the Model S Plaid Edition has some sort of great battery breakthrough, then I'm sure we're going to see it at Battery Day. But the title of the presentation is called Battery Day. So I doubt that they're going to be talking about Tesla products in terms of you know uh, the model S or the model X unless they have or what are the other vehicles unless it has some sort of significance to back to battery day and if tesla starts pulling out like the roadster and they're like oh look get a better look at the roadster then we know maybe they didn't have as much as they wanted to say about their battery technology this this should be like a trip down the nerdy brook road this should be so nerdy about battery stuff that my wife just rolls her eyes and walks away from the conversation when I'm talking to her about it. Like That is what we should be getting. We should be getting details on batteries and their technology and how they're moving the the technology forward. If they start pulling out different products, they're like, oh, hey, look over here. This is the interior of the Roadster. Well, maybe they didn't have as much to say as we thought they did. Now, if they just go (laughs) I don't, I don't, I was going to use a term that's extraordinarily expensive, offensive, but they just go all out into batteries. Then yeah, that's, I think that's what everybody wants and everybody is expecting. And given that Elon is a very geeky person, I'm guessing that this is what they're going to do for battery day. So I'm sure some of you noticed that Tesla stock right now is, you know, strong. I mean, it's not amazing, but it's pretty good. So some of the stock price bump is due to the excitement around battery day, in recent weeks. And then also, you know, Tesla announced that they're going to do a five for one stock split, which is amazing. It's not only amazing for obviously people who are investors now, but it's amazing for the folks who work at Tesla and those stock options were promised as kind of like that carrot, like, oh, you know, we pay you X amount, but you have these stock options. And once they vest, then you can use these options to whatever, buy a house, invest more, go into your retirement and right now that's really paying off for tesla employees um so yeah this whole this whole stock split thing is exciting i'm still not going to buy tesla stock but it's very tempting it's going to allow other people who are you know normal also to purchase tesla stock so yeah it's 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 i don't know it's really exciting anyway there's rumored power wall shortages and that has some people speculating that Tesla will announce some sort of power wall update at battery day. And you know what? If they do that, that is a reason for me to go back and reconsider, you know, power walls for my house. Cause right now it's really expensive. Yeah. And with, you know, COVID and uncertainties about my wife's job and all the other stuff, it doesn't make sense for us to, to purchase them for the house because it will take a little bit of time for us to get paid back on that. Uh, Purchase, but it is exciting. Power walls, for whatever reason, uh, they really excite me, and I don't know why. I know why. I don't want to pay the power company one red cent more than I have to. (laughs) That's that's really why. And our final story for the Battery Day segment, and this one isn't a rumor, but it is very interesting. Tesla is working with CATL for a new battery integration technology that would allow cells to be directly installed into the vehicle's chassis. Currently, they go into a large pack. Those packs are, you know, they're battery packs, they're big and they're heavy. And CATL's chairman says that reducing the weight in space could increase the range to at least 500 miles or 800 kilometers. So that's really exciting news. However, don't get too excited because this technology won't be ready until somewhere around 2030. So that's that's unfortunate, but I do I am happy to see that they are trying to figure out a a better way to get those battery cells installed into the vehicle and hopefully it works out. All right, everyone, that is our show this week. Thank you so much for being patient with me. Thank you very much for continuing to listen to this podcast and not unsubscribing. Thank you to all the patrons I appreciate every single one of you and yeah, I hope everybody has a great week. I can't see a reason why I shouldn't have a show out on Friday. Like I said, uh, because I've got these note cards done for the SOP side of things. It's like, that was the most amount of work that I have to do on even preparing to study that's done. So, because that's done, my life should get a whole lot easier. I was spending easily four hours a day working on these stupid things. And it was just, uh it was just painful. But thank you everyone for listening. I hope you have a great week. And I will talk to you hopefully on Friday.